0: Thanks for tuning into the Two Faced Podcast. I'm Taylor.
1: And I'm Samantha.
0: And we're here to shine a little light into the pros and cons of all things health and fitness. And probably some
1: banter along the way.
0: Welcome to episode three. Uh, the topic today is, but I'm not ready. So, with the topic being, I'm not ready. Essentially, we're going to be talking about how the best time to take the leap is when you're not ready. So this could be with your training, nutrition, lifestyle changes, really anything. Obviously, our primary focus will be on the health and fitness industry. So typically in my role as a fitness trainer, I hear people commonly stating that their friends are going to come to the gym next week or that they'll get started, but they're not fit or they're not ready to do so. But essentially, all you need to do is trust yourself and to take that leap because if you don't start training, when are you really ever going to be ready to push yourself? Sam, what did you want to say about this topic?
1: Yep, yeah, I know um, this is an interesting one because starting a new health and fitness program, it can be quite daunting. And it comes with a lot of self-doubt. So I think that's probably why people make those um, excuses and don't progress to...
0: Taking that leap, leap to yeah. start,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember when I started my first ever health and fitness journey, I felt really overwhelmed. I was unsure of the journey ahead of me and I think that's another
0: thing that a lot of people are probably a bit fearful of. I'm unsure of their journey. With the gym, I guess when I was younger... My approach to it, I wasn't as scared as much, I think, because I was so young and you don't really fear things or fear judgment. But when I was older and studying at uni, when I first got into um, more specifically with comps, I remember being really embarrassed to tell friends that I was actually going to be competing because there was still that little bit of self-doubt that, oh my God, am I actually ready to do this? But you, you never know because it's your first time doing something. So you may do really well or you may fail. You don't know until you do it.
1: Yeah, that's definitely true. I know I felt pr- pretty much the same. I think nobody that I knew had competed, none of my friends or family. So I did feel, yeah, a little bit scared to say, "Oh, I'm going to get up on stage in a bikini
0: and yeah. compete." But I think you can agree with me that even today, if I were to do another comp, or you were to do another comp, or any other specific goal, even if we've done it before the second time around is still just as daunting as the first. Mm -hmm. It's always just that getting started and being like, okay, I'm actually going to do this, that it just takes that little bit of push for yourself to be able to, I guess, believe in yourself that you can actually do this. And... People can be around you to support you, but it's up to the individual to really believe in themselves and push themselves to get there and do what's needed each day.
1: I definitely agree. From experience, once you get to the gym or to the gym class and you start to feel comfortable with the people around you and in your surroundings, you're no longer fearful of
0: the journey. So my advice to you is just to take that leap. Exactly. I'm going to touch on this a little bit more bluntly before we go too much into, I guess, outsourcing and reaching out. But I'm just going to keep this quite simple. So if you want to get fitter, you need to exercise. If you want to lose weight, you need to be a bit mindful about what you're eating and your daily activity. Just as much as if you want to improve your mindset or establish balance, you need to create some type of routine. If you're not going to take the risk to do these things, you know, to go into the gym and maybe feel really unfit in that first hit class or to start a nutrition plan and have to go to the shops and buy new ingredients and learn how to cook recipes or to avoid different social situations to prioritize your own health and your own needs when you need more balance. You're not going to get any outcome because you need to take those steps to yeah get everything moving. But branching off of that i guess how do you get started you do need to have some kind of a basic understanding so this could be as small as setting like a goal to train three days a week or just having a basic outline or doing some research on some meal plans or recipes so you know what to go and get from the grocery store so you're prepared if you're going to start eating healthy and you have nothing healthy in the kitchen you're set to fail Mm -hmm. Yeah, i definitely yeah yeah
1: Probably one of the most common thing we always hear is, I'll start my journey on a Monday. Yeah. The problem is with Monday, sometimes it never really seems to come around for some people. So you're forever chasing Monday, chasing Monday, and you're not really making that commitment. Sort of thinking like, why is Monday... The magic start day for all things health and fitness related. In the industry, most things always start on a Monday. Yeah. yeah, I think it's the beginning of the week. So we think that Monday is the day where we sort of need to commit, but you're able to commit on any other day of the week. Um, I was just talking to Taylor prior to this, I'm going to be starting a mini cut, and I've decided to start it today. Yeah. So, um, and it's a Tuesday and I think, I was feeling really positive. I woke up in a good mindset. I thought, you know what? I'm going to start it today. I'm not going to worry about starting it on Monday. And I
0: think even myself, I've had to get out of that mentality a bit. I mean, with my diet and the way that I approach my training personally, I generally will follow a set diet and I'll have a treat meal on the weekend. And then usually I would have my check-in on a Saturday morning, but I've now moved that to Monday. So then I know my coach is gonna be seeing me after my treats, not just at my best before I have any treats. But also my Monday is my day off. So I don't typically always have my meals prepped on a Monday too. So I'll go and do my grocery shop and actually do my meal prep on a Monday. So I'm more so actually starting on a Tuesday now as well. Like that's when kind of my week starts. And it has been hard to break away from yeah, Monday being the best day of the week, or if you fall behind on a Monday, well, then your week's failed. It's silly. It's just one day. Why does that one day have such a big say about the next, what is it, six days to follow?
1: Yeah, I think we can start on a positive note on any day of the week. You're still going to be able to achieve your goals. You're still going to be able to make progress. Um, It doesn't really matter what day it starts. If you're feeling really inspired one day and you want to go sign up to that gym, then do it. Don't hang around for Monday because you may potentially be chasing Monday for a long time. It might not be the right day for you to start.
0: Going back to how do, how do I get started, I think it's really important to have a purpose. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be a specific sport. It may just be to benefit your health in general. So I guess what we were talking about before, like even busy moms or you know even just people that are busy with their work, it may just be building that habit to go for more walks either with your friends or your family and just creating like a good routine and lifestyle where you do fit in time to move your body as well. So I think even by the guidelines as an adult, if we don't walk for more than 30 minutes a day and not just walking to and from our car like actually go for mm. a walk, we're considered sanitary. So that's the same as someone who just lays around on the couch all day. So that's a basic guide to... That we should just walk for at least thirty minutes a day.
1: Yeah, yeah. And thirty to forty minute walk, you can clock around seven thousand steps. And you know, your daily steps is ten thousand of what you should achieve. Exactly. So it's not actually much of your day. No. Yeah. So it's it's very achievable. One I wanted to touch on was start with realistic goals within realistic time frames. One I want to achieve going to the gym three times a week. You know, and then week two I want to do three times a week, and maybe I can add in a walk but I'm going to try stick to healthy meals on all of these days. You know, just sort of setting up yeah, a little bit slowly, of a routine.
0: slowly increasing what you're doing over time rather than going all or nothing approach. Yeah. I mean, the all or nothing approach is great, but then once you've reached that end of that six-week, challenge what happens then which you commonly see people will go hard they'll get really good results and then it'll get to the end and they won't really know what to do so they'll fall off track so it's great to do challenges I'm not knocking them at all but you need to have more purpose than just to do that challenge like why do you actually want to do that challenge is it so you can get fitter is it so you can get stronger is it so you're you can have like better mental health by having a break from life and giving yourself this time that you're maybe neglecting. You need to think about something a little bit deeper and true to you that you can carry through without having to do challenges in the future. Yeah, I
1: definitely agree
0: with that. I think
1: challenges are great to get you started, but I think it's more of a lifestyle. So yeah. you want to lose 10 kilos, not trying to do it in 10 weeks, sort of no. trying to do it over five months, six months, you know, making it achievable. In that- yeah,
0: and like you might do... Um, transformations or challenges but the main thing to take away from those is not the results that you get within that time it's the habits that you create and trying to maintain those from that the end of that challenge through so that you're you're creating a healthier lifestyle for yourself
1: yeah and we'll touching on this before also choosing things that you like to do nothing worse than committing ...to something that you don't like and then you don't go. You don't need to go do what your friend's doing at the gym.
0: Yeah, and I mean, this is like a very sensitive topic, I guess, in the fitness industry. I don't know if sensitive is the right word, but people are very opinionated. And you might have your friend that lifts really heavy weights and does lower body days and upper body days... ...and they swear by it that that's the only way that you'll get results... Then you might have another friend that goes and does classes and they might not know what they're coming into every day, but they think that that's really good and, and they've got the best results doing that. So it's really important to remember that everyone's goals and what works for everyone is different and not the same for any individual person. Like everyone will respond differently, but just stay true to you and what you actually enjoy doing. Don't let the opinions of others make you feel like you're not working hard enough or you're not doing the right thing just because they don't agree with it. That's fine, they can have their opinions, but just let it be that, let it be their opinions. It doesn't, it shouldn't dictate what you do.
1: Yes, Taylor, that's definitely true. So now I wanna touch on how you can achieve your goals. So I know that this is something that's really important to myself and my clients. I know that I sort of need to plan out and map out a program that's going to be achievable for myself. I'll put into perspective, I want to do this marathon. So I've got in touch with a few friends that have done marathons and I've asked them what I can do to be able to achieve this goal. So I'm going to need to probably increase my running workload and decreasing my HIIT training and my strength training. I'm probably focusing more on running, I'm gonna need to prioritize what's needed for me to be able to achieve my goal. So if your goals are to get stronger, you'll probably spend a lot more time in the gym doing some strength work. So working on your compound movements like deadlifts, bench press, and squats, Um, and then adding in some other accessory work. I know that when I wanted to get stronger, these are the things that I focused on and I was able to achieve my goal. Pretty sure Taylor can help you out with this if you've got any questions. If you're wanting to form stability, then you can look at reformer Pilates, mat work Pilates and yoga. So the best way for you to be able to achieve your goals is probably starting off by doing some research or getting in contact with either a PT a health and nutrition coach, a nutritionist, a dietitian, anybody that's able to help you go in the direction that's needed for you to achieve your goals. I just want to say it's okay for you to not know how to achieve your goals and seek help.
0: And I think having specific goals as well um, will help you to kind of stay on track more. So obviously knowing that you're doing this marathon or trying to do this marathon you'll know that even though you love hit training, you might have to sacrifice mm. that for a little while because it's not gonna benefit your goals in the long run. As much as me, I guess at times I've felt a little bit of pressure or I've felt like I'm not really practicing what I'm preaching because I teach 11 hit classes a week but I'm not doing any HIIT training at the moment. It's not that I don't want to or that I don't love doing it, but at the moment I'm trying to keep as much muscle mass as possible. So it's not gonna benefit my goals in the long run to do that. And my clients don't care. Like they see what I'm doing and it's great. It's just, we build this belief that people are so worried about what we're doing. When everyone's always, you, you know, you should encourage people and just be proud of what they are doing. That's definitely true. So now I was going to touch on when you go to the
1: gym, committing time for yourself. I was talking about this with someone at the gym today. Um, when I go to the gym, it's my time for me. Um, I get time away to focus on my goals. I know that since being a mum, you sort of feel the pressure of always giving to everybody else yeah. and not prioritizing yourself. And I know that a lot of mums and I know a lot of my clients will say, oh, it's just so hard because you know, I'm always cooking or I've got run errands and I find it really hard to eat. And I totally resonate with that because being a mum, I know that it's hard yeah. to, to juggle everything. But I think over time you learn to create little habits that are going to help you. So I know I sort of prep more food at nighttime so that I've got lunch ready in the fridge because I'm going to be running after Ciara making her lunch and you know sometimes I make her three lunches because she doesn't like what I've made so my lunch is already ready and yeah. my snacks are already prepared for the day so I'm able to stay and commit to my goals. Yeah um, so
0: you're because you're organized yeah. so you need to when you do have goals you need to prioritize those by organizing things at time at times when you do have that time so when she's in bed. Even for like people that are busy with their careers or in relationships, you often see people get into a relationship and they fall out of the gym routine or out of their routine because they're suddenly giving so much to their relationship. And while that's great while you're in that honeymoon phase you still do need to give that time to yourself as well is really important. So I mean I'm lucky I work three jobs But two of mine are based at the gym, so it does make it a bit easier for me. But if I don't prepare my meals and have them organized the night before, I might go all day without eating because I might not be home from like five in the morning till five at night sometimes or even later. So I really need to be organized. Yeah, I definitely am someone that needs to be organized because then I'll also buy a lot of food out. I know that's it. It it makes it easy to slip off track or even if you're making healthier options, you can quickly grab something on the go, but also then there's the financial aspect of that as well. A retail job and the girls at work will sometimes bring in a lunch or they'll grab something on the go. But without a doubt, I always come in with my smoothie and a couple of meals on the go and I'll sneak out the back and eat when I need to. I'm very lucky I work in a workplace that's understanding. But I kind of eat the same all year round because that's just who I am now. Like I kind of live the same all year round regardless. Yeah, I'm
1: the same. I definitely have a similar lifestyle.
0: So why don't we go back
1: to the basics?
0: Yeah, so I guess everything that we want you guys to take away from this is don't be afraid of not being fit enough to go to that gym class or to go to the gym. Just go. Don't be worried about having the perfect meal plan and knowing your macros or exactly what you need to be eating. Just find healthy food that you enjoy eating and eat it and just repeat doing that every day and that will start to get you some results. Yeah. I think remembering nothing is always better than nothing. Yeah. And the main thing with what we're saying here is you need to be healthy physically and mentally as well. So, Going to extremes isn't good for your mental health. I can guarantee you might have seen amazing transformations online, but you don't know how that person's mental health is. So stick to what you like doing. If you have a piece of toast in the morning and you enjoy doing that, just because Joe Blow on Instagram says you can't have toast doesn't mean that you're not gonna achieve your goals, okay? So you just find a balance, find a routine that works for you. May that be training in the morning or the evening, anytime is fine. The main thing is that you set simple, smart goals. So to get you started, it might just be measuring your steps, closing your activity rings, obviously monitoring your nutrition or just moving three times a week. Like just start it off quite simple and don't overanalyze it. Just get started today. And yeah, that's all I think we really need to touch on for this. Yeah,
1: me too. I think we've sort of touched on how to sort of get started. And I think
0: the yeah. key to getting started is not overthinking.
1: Yeah, I definitely think don't overthink it. Best I've been is when I'm not overthinking what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. So when I went back to the gym after having Ciara, I wasn't thinking about the end result. I was just thinking, I just want to move my body. I want to get fit and healthy again. I want to be able to do push-ups. I want to be able to do a pull-up. I just set really small goals. Yeah, and you achieve
0: them and then you yeah, move on to the so next one. I didn't
1: set weight loss goals. I find for myself, I get very disappointed yeah. if I don't achieve a certain weight loss by a certain time so for me mentally i don't set weight loss goals i set strength goals i set nutrition goals that's how i find i am able to achieve my best not setting those unrealistic goals that i know i can potentially fail at
0: i guess if we're talking about like body image and weight and stuff like that sometimes when people focus on those as their only measure for their goal It can just be really easy to get down about it because it can fluctuate so easily. So set your goals, figure out ways of measuring it that's healthy for yourself and your mindset and then just start the ball rolling from there yeah
1: definitely and just taking that next step because doing something is always better than doing nothing we both know that yeah especially times like through covid i think people's mental health and yeah people
0: at- rapidly declined when gyms closed mm. but you can still move your body our yeah. body is a gym you don't need fancy machines and stuff so yeah
1: and that's also another good thing to touch on if you're not feeling confident
0: in going to the gym call up youtube yeah get it, started get, at get home. started
1: do it at home i know that I do a lot of workouts at home. If I can't get to the gym, I'll do a Pilates workout at home. Just start following some people and you'll definitely be able to build that confidence to go into the gym. Like, do hear a lot of people saying, I'm not confident to go in the weight room or I'm not confident to go in a gym because everyone's a lot fitter than me. But just believe everybody started where you are. I know that having such a long time off the gym, I started right back at the basics and now I've progressed. I've been back at the gym for eight months or six months, whatever it's been. And I feel like I've achieved so much in that time and I'm so glad that I made that step and committed to going because I think committing is one of the biggest things. Yeah, you
0: just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other like a baby learning to walk. They're not going to walk if they don't start putting one foot in front of the other. So Just keep it simple and don't overanalyse your goals and just put in the work day in and day out and you'll get there.
1: Yep. And stay in your own lane. Don't worry about what your friend's doing, your neighbor's doing. It might not be achievable for you. So just really setting those achievable goals for yourself. um, I think it will be how you can sort of embark on a positive health and fitness journey.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Well, we hope that you all take the courage to get started and believe in yourself because we believe in you. Um, If anyone has any questions on getting started, always feel free to message Sam and I. We're always up for a chat. So I think we'll wrap it up there. Yeah. And then we'll touch base with you all soon. Thanks for listening. See you guys. Bye.